Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Therese Cerise, and y'all know how we do it. I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong Will Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And today's poem is entitled How Did You Use Your Talent? Here we go. When I gave you your talent, how did you use it? Did you give it your all or did you just bury it? Did you share it with others or did you keep it to yourself? Did you only recognize it when it was seen in someone else? Did you take time out to master it or did you just throw it all away? Did you practice to perfect it? each and every day did you give up on it without putting up a fight are you sleeping on your hopes and dreams each and every night did you take it for granted the seed in you i've planted the talent i placed inside of you is to prove that my love is true What did you do with your talent? I would really like to know. It was given to you for my glory to be seen through your spirit and soul. But how did you use your talent? So I hope that you all are having the most amazing day, morning, evening, or afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. However, I just wanted to talk about what are you doing with your talents? Are you just allowing them to lie dormant or are you taking time out to master and perfect them? There's something that I hear quite often, especially by the millionaires and the billionaires, and they always say that consistency is key. And the reason why consistency is key, it it actually, I believe, is a twofold thing. Because whenever you're consistent, you are slowly mastering that craft, that skill, that that skill set. You are mastering it. The more consistent that you become, first of all, you start to memorize that process. You start to figure it out and you kind of you're able to find out like, okay, well, I'm great in this area. Maybe I didn't know this before, but now that I've practiced it a little bit more, now that I've kind of gotten a feel for it, I know the flow and this is what I can tweak. This is what I can keep. All of that plays a part in consistency. So one of the jobs that I do, um, one of my side hustles, so to speak, is that I sell jewelry. And what I've noticed is in the course of my being consistent, first of all, it builds your clientele base. So whenever I am going live and whenever I am, they know the days that I go on. So I go on Fridays and Saturdays. This is before my whole life was disrupted. So now I got to rebuild that once again because my life was disrupted. However, what I did notice is that when I was being consistent, it was building my clientele base. And so I knew pretty much the faces that I would see. They also knew, okay, so Teresa comes on at this time. This is about how long she's going to be on. And then 
over a period of time, it was building my empire. And the reason why I was building my empire is because I remained consistent. So anytime that you remain consistent and people get a feel of, oh, okay, so I know at this time, this is what's going to happen. I know at this time I could see this person. Same with your shows. If you think about the shows, your favorite shows, one of the reasons why I believe they became your favorite show is because you knew this is going to come on at this time. So whatever I got going on, I'm going to make sure I take care of it around this hour because at this hour, I got to watch my show. Or if you have DVR or whatever, you were recorded because, but you knew what time it came on in order for you to record it. The consistency in that show is what made it popular to you. And then you felt some type of way when it stopped airing. Did you or did you not? Well, it comes, I believe it's similar to talents. Whenever we use our talents, whenever we practice to master our talents, whenever it is that we truly make it a priority to delve into the things that we were blessed with, the talents that we were given, when we make that one of our focal points, then it becomes a glorious thing. What we do with our talents matters. We shouldn't bury that talent. We shouldn't pretend as if the talent does not exist. We should not covet someone else when we ourselves have our own personal talents that we can bring to the table. Um, I was listening on Clubhouse to a gentleman. And when I tell you, I was like, Lord, I would love to just bask in his presence for more than just an hour or two. Because the things that he was talking about really, really resonated with me. And it wouldn't just me. It resonated with a lot of people. But he was talking in terms of how we have lost sight, especially people of color, how we have lost sight of our how blessed we truly are, that we are people with melanin. Melanin in and of itself is more valuable than gold. And he went on to talk about how if we could just delve into what it is that we bring to the table, the, the gifts and the talents and the things that are already inside of us. We don't have to look to the left. We don't have to look to the right. We don't have to try to desire what someone else has because it's all found within us. And he was like, one of the reasons why men are not necessarily driven to be with a woman that has a whole lot of stuff is because what the woman brings to the relationship is her femininity. And so by her bringing the femininity, he was like, we already are the ones that go out. We make the bread. We make the money. We do all of that. We're the hunters. That's what we do. So the woman doesn't have to be at that level of hunting. All she has to do is bring her femininity to the table. And so when he was talking, I thought about that and I was like, you know what? No wonder why I've been having a shift in my mindset in terms of what I'm doing with my life, how it is that I'm operating in my world, why it is that I'm operating the way that I am in my world. And part of that is because I'm starting to realize that it's a certain atmosphere that I'm not truly drawn to. And so I've been aware of this for a while. This is nothing that just happened overnight. I've really been consciously aware of this for a while, which is another reason why I've been working on building my empire and working on just working on my dreams, my goals and aspirations is because 
when you start to focus on you and when you start to dig deep and you start to do the work and you start to really truly take inventory of the choices that you made in your life, why you've made those choices. When you look in the mirror, when you look at that woman in the mirror, when you look at that man in the mirror and you start to truly delve deeper, what you will start to recognize is this right here, I can push to the side. This is this is something that was a learned behavior. I learned this, whether it be through media, whether it be through, this is something that it didn't come from the inside necessarily. It was something that it was programmed in my mind to believe that was necessary in order for me to get X, Y, and Z. Well, when you start literally casting those thoughts aside and you start looking deeper within to find out who am I, what do I bring to the universe? What do I bring to society? When you literally start to delve into that and then you recognize like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me focus on what's truly, truly part of who I am. Let me look at those talents a little bit closer. Let me look at those gifts a little bit closer. And then you start to realize, wait a minute, the answers were already within me. Yes, I do need help from the outside in terms of my support group, in terms of friendships in terms of family. I do need help in regards to holding me accountable in that regard or edifying me and me edifying them. That's necessary. That's a part of community. However, in terms of what it is that you, your contributing factors, what it is that you bring to the table, all of that is found within And the more that you meditate on that, the more that you focus on that, the more that that becomes your centerfold, you start to recognize that, oh, I'm drawing a different energy. I'm drawing a different experience to myself because I am no longer dependent upon the outward to feed the inward. Now I'm taking the inward and I'm focusing on the inward and the outward is starting to manifest what is happening on the inside. And it's a really, really beautiful thing. And so as I listened to this gentleman, someone asked him, where did you get these revelations? Because when I say he went deep, honey, that's not even the best way to describe it. Like he was very, very, very intelligent. And so, and it was on a different frequency and on a different level. And it was very attractive so attractive. And it's like, it left you wanting more. It didn't matter if you were a man or a woman. It just, his, the way his conversation was, it left you wanting more of that conversation because he allowed you just by the way that he was articulating his experience and his perception and the things that he's discovered in life and his journey in terms of discovering the essence of who he is in his kingship, just listening to him made you want to dig deeper and figure out, wait a minute, what am I bringing to the table? Do I have this capacity? Do I have the capacity to be able to be the fullness of the authentic me? And can it be as glorious as what it is that I'm listening to right now? And if it can be as glorious, if not more glorious than that, how do I tap into that inner me? 
How do I tap into that talent? How do I tap into those gifts to where I can draw that out and it can literally penetrate the minds of other people and the hearts of other people to want to be the best version of themselves? How can I do that from within? How can I make myself the very best version of me? Nothing filtered, nothing altered, just this is my authentic self. This is what I bring to the table. This is my femininity. If you're a man, this is my masculinity. And I will not apologize for it.